This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome to Inside the Red and White. This is the podcast for fans, by fans, about everything Arsenal women and women's football in general. We talk through it all from the perspective of the Red and White singing group, which is dedicated to building the atmosphere at Arsenal women's games. I'm Susie and I'm here with my very croaky co-host, Nat. I know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to be like after Sunday. Let me just put, point that yeah, out. Yeah, two, three games in a week again. That's, that's not good. Right, guys, before yeah. we do anything else... We're going to just drop in some clips from the atmosphere from the Arsenal versus Bristol City game, which for us was last night. So just honestly, just sit back, relax and enjoy this. Hey, hey, hey. 
tell you this right and i've just actually put a voice note in the red and white i don't know if you've seen it haven't you um, seen? But I, no but i was i got in the shower this morning and i cannot i cannot get chloe's song out of my head it's it's, it's incredible i so let's just put this out right means i said to susie this morning i need to talk about last night as quickly as possible um so i am sat in the car outside work and i'm sat in the because i'm about to it, move today yeah susie's <laughs> about to move but I was like, I can't leave it till tomorrow or Sunday. I need to talk about this now. Um, last night was incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. Best night. About the fo- I mean... Not the football at all. I'm talking pure, un- unadulterated fun. The North Bank, the East End were on fire last night as well. It was just, oh my God, that has been something else. But we arrived with that energy. I don't really know what it was. And well, no, actually, I think you've mentioned it. Um, you mentioned it before we, we started recording. But I think that having Lewis, there are certain people that just can keep the atmosphere going. And I think that Lewis, uh, the founder of the Red and White, he he was the energy that he bought last night. He did warn us beforehand that he missed the last game. He had FOMO, so he's bringing enough energy for two games, and I think he delivered on that promise. It was just it was funny when I, when I got up. back last night. We were because I'd said in the song chat the other day, I said we need to use Bristol um, as a way of just trying to get some songs out, and I said we can't just sing it once. We need to keep going. And Lewis had mentioned yeah. saying like last night when we were singing Cooney Cross's one and Viv's one, I was like, again, I was like, do it again. I was like, keep going. Let's just keep going. And someone had mentioned it a previous day about, like, don't worry if you're just singing the same song again. And I, I felt like we really encapsulated that last night. It was, oh, honestly, guys, if you were there last night, if you have not woken up either, but with, with in two smiling. states, I'm, absolute, <laughs> I'm smiling and broken at the same time. It's the yeah. most weirdest feeling ever. But, Genuinely, I am. I've spoke to so many people this morning already, and I've just gone. That was. It reminded me, and it's better than because the last time we had this was Reading, Reading, the Reading game at Boreham Wood, which mm. is nothing. To, it was the. It was the banter with the people because Patrick came over, didn't he? To us. Yeah. Did you see him? He stood and watched us for about. Five or six minutes. He he was trying to say something to us, and know, we were yeah. we were mid flow, and we were like, you know, we're we're, we're sorry, just we're just, just you know, yeah. we're not stopping. We'll we'll get we'll get we'll finish the song, and then we'll have a chat. Um, but no, he he came over and basically he waited for us to stop singing, and then he said that last game, the city game, we got inside the keeper's head, and essentially asked for us to do the same again. 
I mean, delivered. and I think we did. And we yeah. delivered that. Um, I must say, sorry to the Bristol City goalkeeper, because we would, but do you know what? We, I think we, we as a fan group are really good with banter. Um, yeah. We don't cross a line. I don't think at any point we cross a line. It's always, it's, you know, we, we're not, um, we never say anything derogatory. There's never anything sexist in there. There's never anything that crosses any line. It's literally, ah, uh, your shit, whatever. And, you know, we give her... <laughs> generic we give her, football you know, chance when we say generic, that. <laughs> yeah. And, and we were, obviously, everybody knows Kayla Marquise is on loan at Bristol City. So it made it quite easy to sort of sing some songs at her. So um, there was a few of that. But honest to God, um, I, I said to um, Rebecca this morning, I said, I wonder how they felt. This is something I really want to know. This is why I really want to speak to a player, is how does it feel when you have when you've when you've been part of that that energy in the crowd? Because Jesus gave me energy. So I imagine what it gave for them. Yeah. And when they sat down, how does Chloe feel in herself when she's had, you know, hundreds of people screaming this song at her, not just once or twice, but for like a solid five or six minutes? With the banging and the, it was just, oh, I, I want to be back. I want to be in there. Um, in fact, Ems has just shared a video of it on Facebook this morning. And I'd watched it like four times. I know. I'm so glad there's videos of it because, oh, you speak, Susie, because honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm smiling so much this morning. No, I, I am as well. I think it's, it, I, I put out a tweet the other day saying that it will just be a sad day when we leave Meadow Park. And I think that the past couple of games have just really encapsulated that. I, I fully agree with the fact that we have to move to Emirates. There aren't enough. It's not big enough. Like at Meadow Park, it's just not like people can't get tickets. I mean, last night was probably it was actually OK because uh, I think with it being midweek and everything, there were lots of spare tickets flying around. But at the same time, I think that the atmosphere that we can create in that confined space, you <laughs> I would love to know like what the players think because it has we have said before that they don't tend to play as well at Emirates. Is that just purely coincidence? Like, does it help having more of the player chance behind them as opposed to the generic Arsenal, even if it is from fifty thousand people or whatever it may be? There's potentially we may oversing the Chloe Lacasse song because it's so good. Because if she's not on the pitch, we're probably going to want to sing that. What do we do in that situation? Because if we spend ten minutes singing the song of a player who isn't on the pitch. What do well, we, we think? didn't last night because we didn't sing it until she came on. Until she was on. We no, sang... I appreciate that. I yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Um, but then, but then, but when also... we really got into it, it's. I, I just. I think that it's. I think that Katie McCabe's song's probably the one that gets not oversung because it's such a good song. So that's probably a bad example. But that's a song that does get uh, sung a lot and probably more than any of the others. And I think this Chloe Lacasse song is so good. We're going to be tempted to like oversing it. I think what it tells us is we maybe need a couple more bangers. Yeah. But we don't know what's going to be a banger until we trial it. That's the issue. No, no. I think what we need, we need a generic banger, like a proper, like like on par with Chloe Lacasse, on par with Kate McCabe. The closest we've got to that is Jonas Idevel's Red and White Army, which which hits and it's bangs and it's whatever. But I think what we need is we need a proper generic. I mean, it's LA, 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 isn't it? That is our thing. That is our. 
and that I didn't didn't you feel didn't you feel that last night you know the uh was it the city game last last year where we got into the Conti Cup final and we were just there and we were swinging our scarves and everything and like I felt considering this was the first game of the group stages and we were bringing that energy it wasn't we just got into a final exactly I don't even know like we were just having such good fun with it and I really hope that everybody if you attended that game for say the first time ever last night like reach out to us and let us know what you think and like let us know whether we persuaded you to just keep coming back because I I just think that you couldn't obviously it's easy to say this because we won and it was nice to see different players coming up like stepping up Frida her goal she needed that that was brilliant yeah yeah genuinely don't think it would the score would have mattered last night just think we had that energy it was like when we was at Chelsea yeah. Some games we just we some games we just we have this it's like a weird energy and it's like it's irrelevant. I mean I I'm gonna have to watch the game back. I've no idea what went on. Genuinely have no idea. Second half. <laughs> I've I have some thoughts, but uh, but yeah, I um yeah. I definitely switched off for some of it. Um no, I mean it was just something in the else. Moment, but... Just in the moment in the stand, I was just looking around, just being like, Oh my god, I'm I'm just yeah, this enjoying yeah. this. So and we've got to go again on Sunday. So we're recording this. What day is it today? Friday. Um, and we've got another game on Sunday. We're going heading up to Leicester. So uh, this podcast is going to be in two halves. So you've just got our, yeah. our review of uh, of last night of Bristol. the Bristol City game. And yeah, uh, yeah we'll be back um, immediately after this with uh, with some updates from Leicester. I think we'll be at the pre-match meeting exactly. Leicester, I think. Yeah. So we'll speak to you then. Um, okay, it's Sunday, game three of three this week, and I'm not joking, you guys, I'm tired. <laughs> um, we are in the local hero, hey, in Leicester. Um, we've been here a while. Uh, I'm looking at Anne, I can't see the time. We've been here, we've been here since two. It's a nice pub. Where would you rate this on away day pubs? Uh, atmosphere... I'd say eight out of ten. Pretty right. decent. Company. One one. <laughs> <laughs> the lime and water. I know. Yeah. yeah. The lime and cordial. Yes. The, the lime cordial and tap water is bloody. Expensive. It's top of. Um, top. It's the top of the price chart yeah, so far. At the minute, yeah. Even more than the tolly. I know, which is one pound fifty. Tolly's one pound fifty. This was two pound ten. Sixty p more. So if you if you like lime cordial, don't come to local hero. Um, Kate's going to bring a hip flask next year. Um, Love of cordial. It's a, a massive day today. I've got Farrell with me. Farrell, oh, there's a rowdy lot in here, isn't there? I don't know. I don't know. Leicester fans. Um, so today, what's today, Farrell? Tell us about today. It's officially our first birthday today. Happy birthday Happy to the birthday. red and white. Game first meet up for the red and white. If it's the same as the did Steph Catley score from the yeah, corner? Yeah, one. Yeah. Steen, oh, Steen had a really good goal actually when she digged, digged it over. And uh, yeah, it was a good goal. Who else scored that game? Steph Catley scored from a corner. We yeah. wore black, we wore the black kit, and uh, it, yeah, it was 4 1. And it was my first, no, no, second away, I think. And I remember that game because 
I've, I've spoke about it before. I remember we were sat a little bit further up and I looked down and it was it will have been Lewis and Lee and I can't remember who else. And I was just like, these idiots down there. I wanted to get involved, but it was so quiet. And I just think if you compare that to what it'll be like today. Um, what a year it's been. Incredible. I just can't believe it. Every, every away allocation is sold out. Gonna get Lewis over. Um, while while we wait for Lewis, uh, I just want to go back to Thursday night. So Kate, tell me about Thursday night. How did you find it? Uh, the atmosphere in the North Bank was buzzing. I it think it's in my top three games. Only one that probably beat it was probably Chelsea away last season and Wolfsburg, but I, that's top three. Yeah. I um because I thought Sunday was good, but it was like a different level. I think I don't know what it was. Maybe the en- I like the energy or Jesus. <laughs> I think because there weren't many of us there, we were all so compact in our little spot where uh, we, we didn't need to be start. compact, did we? On Thursday, yeah. we can't help it, man. Honestly, guys, everybody that was in the North Bank on Thursday, if you go on a midweek. There is, there's room, right? There's room to breathe. There's plenty of room, but we're still stuck together like a... Um, I wanted to uh, talk about uh, the the chance on Thursday. I don't know what it was. It, it was like there was like more... Like everyone had more energy. As we're sat in the pub right now, barely audible, very proud. I mean, honestly, if you said a year ago, we would kind of be where we're at now. It's been, it's been pretty amazing, pretty amazing. Yeah, good, very, very good. No, it's been absolutely incredible, amazing year. And, uh, yeah, everyone's been fantastic, so really good. I just think that um, what we've got now is incredible, and I just imagine what it's going to be like next year and the year after and whatever. Um, I was talking before about Thursday's energy, Lewis. Lewis was the energy. I felt me and Susie, actually, me and Susie spoke on Friday morning in the car, and I said, "Having you in, the, we miss you when you're not in the North Bank. You're like Mr. Conductor." I mean, I think, um, yeah, I I missed a City game at home, and I think there was this residual energy in me was like, oh, because I mean, we we love being in the Emirates, and I think it's a lot more of a special place than it was to begin with, the Emirates. I think it used to be a place that used to be quite frustrated when we went as a fan base, and now, with everything everyone's done to make Block 2 a really special place, it's been a lot better, but nothing quite compares to Meadow Park, so I think for me, missing out on that first home game was really tough, so I, I warned people coming to that game on Thursday that I was coming with a lot of residual energy, but I think, to be honest with you, like... 
I'm just I have the benefit of being slightly loud and having no sense of self-respect. So I can come to these games and just be a bit of an idiot and loud, and it's fine. But the most important people, obviously, everyone else who just joins in to be with you, and I think that's where we're at at the moment. Like we've got a nice group of people. We're all together, always in the North Bank, and it's it's a really special place. And, and to your point, that like hopefully we'll keep growing, we'll keep keep growing, and we'll get to a stage where we're like we just. You know, making this kind of noise throughout the entirety of the Emirates. That's the dream. How, on Thursday, it, the Chloe Lacasse song, genuinely, I'm going to talk about it again because it's still stuck in my head. Like, how impressed were you about how that sounded? Um, and I am actually slightly annoyed that it won't sound the same today when we go to Leicester because we're in a stadium. And what do we need to do to try and bring that intensity of the small ground into the big grounds? Because that is eventually what we're going to be doing. So what? what's the plan? How do we How do we do that? I mean, I think in terms of bringing that to the big ground, that's the biggest challenge I think we have in terms of that most of it. So like, there's a number of ways we can do it. So like, I think we've got a really good group of people with our social media accounts who are kind of really publicising a lot of the work that we're doing across social media so it's making us more visible so people know who we are what we're doing um, and that's going to be a big part of it but I think as well on top of that in terms of the big rounds again I can only talk to some of the things that the sports club have been doing and obviously specific people obviously mentioned Farah but Zoe everyone the efforts they're making to make it easier for us to be together in the big grounds is key at this stage because we're still in the hundreds as a group and if you're in a stadium which is supposed to hold 20, 30,000 people, hundreds of people need to be close together and that was a struggle in the last few years. But this season, with what we've done in the Emirates and all the work that the club and the supporters club are doing to making it easier for us for away oh. games... I mean, it's got to shout out Farrah and the hard work yeah. that you're doing. These away games, getting us sat together, obviously Tottenham this week. Um, you know, everyone's on the same page. We want to bring that atmosphere. We, the only way we can do it is if we're sat together. We know what, you know, when you think about some of the... I wish we'd have had it for this game, because obviously we would have all been sat together. We're going to have to probably jimmy around a little bit, but we'll make it work. Either way, it's going to be up 10, 15 notches from last, you know, Leicester. I remember going to that and it was you guys like trying to do your best, but there was, we're talking about 10 people. Oh, now we're talking, you know, and now, yeah. I also think that the people that might not have chanted before are just getting involved because they're, they're so good. Yeah. They're, they can't not, they're not catching. I think the songs that we're doing at the minute, that, and we're, what we're trying to do at the minute is, uh, we made a conscious effort of using November because we've got so many games to test out these new yeah. chants, yeah. but not just singing them once. We sing them ten times. Lucy, you put the clip up, didn't you, uh, of the Chloe Lacasse chant from on the game, 78th minute. Freaking hell. I mean, I've watched that clip so many times. I just think when we can make that noise in the Emirates, I do actually think some of these songs are going to hit differently at the Emirates. Yeah, I mean, I think with the Emirates as well, Like, I mean, we're not shy about the fact that we do... A lot of our songs have some kind of previous success record at other grounds and a lot of our ones are copied essentially from men's songs Arsenal men's songs and you know I think that's not laziness that's an intentional choice we yeah, make yeah, because yeah. these songs have been successful at the Emirates they've been successful for men's away crowds Arsenal men's away crowds and if we're going into the Emirates with 40, 50,000 people we have we're using songs which would already be recognisable yeah, for them yeah, yeah. all they need to do is change Granite yeah. Chaka to Leslie Russo yeah. or uh, Bakaya Saka to Chloe Lacasse 
and that's how we're going to get it to spread. Yeah. I mean, literally this week where we've been spreading yeah, songs yeah. on Twitter and stuff. But if you I'm excited actually like, to get back to the Emirates with some of these songs because I do think that they can they'll yeah. hit different. Um, and obviously it's a massive game against Chelsea. We need to bring the noise. Yeah. But I think well, I think because we've had all these games now, I think the Chelsea game it'll be completely different from because. The first two games at the Emirates, don't get me wrong, against Liverpool and Villa. Chelsea's massive. It's a big game. We're, we're going to play our part. What I really loved as well was Patrick on Thursday coming oh. down to have a chat with us. It, there was, he was, and I, I've already mentioned this, but it was he was watching us for about five minutes because he couldn't talk to us because we just wouldn't stop and it was brilliant and I you could tell from the players I'd, I'd love to have a conversation with him Chloe does like her chant so we yeah, um, yeah so uh, Susie had tagged her in a picture and so she'd seen it so I said ask her and she loves it so well done everybody and the, the players you've seen the little video of Beth like bopping along at the end it's just brilliant so it's that, I mean that's it that, that interaction I think uh, Lulu caught that on um, with, with Beth and Chloe and it's that kind of interaction you see it makes a big difference but the Patrick stuff is amazing because yeah. I didn't catch it at the time of the game it was, he was literally coming over and telling us to get in the Bristol City goalkeeper's head yeah. and like in terms of like being a difference of the games literally being the top player when we're when we're actively This interview would have been a lot easier about two years ago. Yeah, it would have been. In itself, is testament to what we've managed to do last year. So, So, thank you, Lewis. Thank you, Farrah. Well done on a great job, and let's just keep pushing forward. So, if you want to get involved, then reach out. But um, we'll catch up with everybody in the stadium. Nice. Happy birthday to the red and white. (laughs) Score predictions for today. We're going to go 3-1 to the Arsenal. Oh, wonderful score prediction. 2-1. 2-1. Score prediction, Jerry. Uh, 4-1. Nice. Right. That's what we did last time, innit? No. 3-1. Score prediction for today. 3-0. 3-0. I like it. Score prediction. 14. Oh, wait. 2-0 to Arsenal. I'm going to go 3-0 to Arsenal. First goal. Uh, back heel queen. <laughs> Lessie Russo. We've got Lessie Russo. We've got... Messi Russo, we've got. Messi Russo, we've got. Score Messi prediction. Russo. Oh, hell. 3 0. You'll get it right. 2 0. 2 0. I went forward with a 4 0, but then I realised that I was also asked for from last season, and I really shit Leicester. This is a good Leicester, I'm going to go 2 0. No, 3 1. I just want to check that that's Arsenal, Alice, because if everybody remembers from the Man City, what did you say the score was going to be? 2-1 City, there we won. So if I say 3-1 Leicester, we'll win. Nick, score prediction. 3-1. I like these weird goals. Goals. Hi, everyone. Um, This is Susie, and I'm here with Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. We're both currently at home on our own individual sofas watching the game. So we thought that why not? Let's let's give you our halftime reaction <laughs> from this last <laughs> game. Oh. <laughs> I um I think rather a predictable reaction given the scoreline. I mean, I'm actually just watching the replays now of those two Leicester goals and I just I I am in despair. It's the only thing I can say. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, we, you know, like, 
this season they seem to be a fan of last minute winners and things and we do have another half that's the only kind of saving grace so far they have got time to go in give themselves a bit of a pep talk um maybe make some subs the only issue is obviously Kim Little and uh, Leah Volti aren't like they're, they're not even on the bench for this game and I think that that consistency in midfield obviously we're having defensive issues but I think that consistency in midfield is really that, that they kind of tie everything together and so I, th- I suspect that must be what we're lacking um coming at that from a very expert angle <laughs> but yeah I, I am just hoping that they can pull the socks up for this second half because this performance is just lacking I'm not seeing the spark that we used to with Arsenal really I just I find it I find it baffling that you know last season we had next to no squad and we fought it felt like we were fighting more then than we are now I mean I know everyone was saying it before the game but you know if we win we got to second place in the league and currently we're sitting at I think seventh if we if we lose with a goal difference of zero and I find it so bizarre I think some of the decision making has been poor I think you know there's been better choices to make sometimes but they're just it just feels like we're not we're not fighting for it and yeah, this is such it doesn't it doesn't game. look like it doesn't look like we should be the should, you know, on paper, be the better team um, like anywhere. It's just their 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 press is just defeating us every time. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know what the what the solution is here. So I guess we'll have to see what Jonas does, what changes he makes. And I, I don't really know what's good. like I don't know. I'm hoping he makes some changes, basically. I don't really know what he would change because defensively, I'm assuming that he thought that this was his best, you know, best. these were his best options. Um, yeah, so I think that we're both just looking forward to what will hopefully be a better second half. I think if we can just scrape a draw, I'll be happier just to keep us kind of going. But if we, I think it was said earlier on Twitter, I think it was, um, was it Tom Gary, the guy from The Telegraph, he basically said that no team has ever won the WSL if they've lost more than two games. City have now lost two games. And if we lose that, that will be two. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, um, yeah, with the Liverpool game. Exactly. So then that essentially means that yeah, we can't lose any more. We've we've you know, we've had no more options. And City, uh, sorry, Chelsea obviously haven't won, haven't lost one yet, have they? So no. We're yeah, we're making it very, very difficult for ourselves. So let's just hope for a better heart second half. Absolutely. I think we have to come out fighting. We have to come out like we did against Bayern, against Wolfsburg. That's the fight we need to have. You know, exactly. So let's see. We'll probably uh, check back in for a full-time roundup. Fucking bored. I knew she'd get one in this game. I'm dancing around my living room and I can because I've got loads of space. <laughs> What's up, Vicky? Fucking pee, I'm jumping around again, you bloody fucking brilliant. My God. For the second half, 5 2. Five different scorers. Five different scorers in 30 minutes we've had. Different assists. Oh, I'm buzzing. And some fucking quality goals as well. Like some banging goals. Like really good goals. We're buzzing! We're buzzing! Buzzing! Five two! This 45 minutes has been fucking incredible. I'm. What? I don't know what Patrick put on his. I don't know what Patrick put on his laminates, but it's fucking works. We are absolutely. We have played. This is the best we've played. This forty-five minutes have been incredible. Um, I'm so glad. I at half time, at half time, I was cold and shivery, and I wanted to go home. 
And now, we're in the 76th minute. I've took all my layers back off. Thanks, Kate. And um, and I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing. But I, I do need a break, I'm not going to lie. I just can't quite believe that as a turnaround. Six goals. I am in shock. This is exactly what we said at half-time. Come out and play them like we did against Bayern and Wolfsburg. But, like, times a million. I mean, this yeah. is... This is Arsenal. This is the team that we know, that we follow. They came out, like, I don't know what was said at halftime, but whatever <laughs> it is, can they say it before kickoff next week? Because yeah, we need the goal difference. It. Come on, guys, just yeah. stop conceding those first few and then <laughs> we oh, would have been golden. It was beautiful. Lena scoring, um, Pelova scoring was just Ford's beautiful. Goal, though. Yeah, stunning. Oh, stunning. I mean, they stunning. were all actually stunning goals. None of them yeah, were, they were scrappy, little toe pushes. Exactly. Like... A lot of them were quite good team goals, like some of the passes yeah. through, like particularly for was it Chloe's or was it um, uh, was it Russo's one that was just threaded through by McCabe? There's so many goals, I can't remember I what, tell you. what the build-up was one. for them. <laughs> um, no, I mean, that was it was an exciting second half. Regret not being there, but... Uh, Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, uh, they were both quite tired and, and ill, so I am <laughs> I ill think, anyway. So. Um, but, if people uh, could have heard me, I think I just shouted the entire town down. Me I'm too. My new neighbours probably hate me. me from, uh, from <laughs> yeah, my sofa. From up the road. <laughs> yeah, no, just I mean... Unbelievable. It's stunning. And people people in the stands, we could hear you. We could hear you loud and clear, like, throughout. So, so well done, oh, everybody. Um beautiful. Yeah, genuinely um, well played. Like it just echoed around, and particularly Lacasse's song, which we know that does well. We know that she, uh, she likes them. Uh, it so um, yeah, well done. And yeah, on to on to the next one. <laughs> Absolutely, bring on Brighton. I mean, yeah, because we're second in the league. Yes, we are. <laughs> My voice is gone. Oh, right. Um, I'm here with Farah. Oh. We're just walking back to the car oh after what a Oh what a How are you feeling? Something I'm my throat is hurting. It was unbelievable. I don't know what happened in the second half. I'm not sure what happened, but it was goals galore. Limbs in the in the stands. Absolute limbs flying all over the place. What amazing goals. I don't know what to do with myself right oh, now. Just on the side note, right? You see this bit here? Yeah. I missed this bit, so I just threw over the ball. <laughs> Just threw me around yeah. like a twat for ages. So I just threw, I just drove straight over there. Yeah. Are you gonna lose that at the point? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Lester. I also drove the wrong way down a one-way street. Um, oh my god. It was so unbelievable. Let's just go back. So uh, yeah, so started at the local hero, which we're nearly back at now. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, great vibe. Um, loads of people. Yeah, great turnout for I'll tell you what, if I'm so sorry to anyone that was in there just going for a nice Sunday afternoon. Yeah, because we absolutely ruined it. Um, first half. First half was. First half was sad, like really sad. Yeah. Um, we thought it was gonna be. We. Th- I mean, I thought, oh my god, we're gonna have one of those evenings. I was feeling ill anyway, and I was becoming more ill as I watched the first half. But now, second half, I think they knew the fans were right behind them. They were kicking an R in, and they. they I love that. We never get in. that second half, do we? Much. Yeah, we never get that. And I think they know we've all travelled down. 
to Leicester. The stand work. was absolutely rammed. Yeah, rammed. We've all got work tomorrow and they had to give us a show. Five, six, two. Hey! 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 Jonas is on the telly. Right, I need to go home. Yeah. Farah's left me, I'm just sorry, carrying. Can I just pod it here, man? Jonas Adamant, red and white, oh, me! Anyway, thanks, Farah. I've walked past my cart there, haven't you? Um, anyway. Red Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So hi everybody, I am currently sat in a pub, the Hope and Anchor in Bristol, and I'm here with Ryan and G, and we're about to do their fan fives, the new fan fives of the season. Um, so the first question is, what was your first live Arsenal women's game? I'm going to go to Ryan first. 2018 Chelsea versus Arsenal, 5-0. We came like last 10, 15 minutes because we were down in Kent. That uh, Sorry, not Kent, like near King's Meadow that day. But Jordan Nobbs was the last goal. So that was a great match to start off. Yeah. I thought we were flying. We won the league that year as well. So, yeah, that was nice. Good time to start watching, to start going to games. <laughs> okay, G, Yeah, mine were not so good times. It was also an Arsenal-Chelsea game, but it was the FA final in 2021 where Chelsea beat us 3-0. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely a different kind of vibes kind of game, but also still really nice, I guess, to discover the team. But, yeah, definitely not as good as Ryan's first game. <laughs> I mean, any any first game, if you're still here, it means that it was a good first game, to be fair. They still managed to rope me in, so they did something right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, cool. The next question is, which player are you most excited to watch this season? Ryan. I said Kyra Cross. Yeah. It's mostly because I I want to see Leah want to take a bit of break as well. Or even if she does play, I kind of want to see Kim, Kyra and Leah maybe double pivot. That would be interesting. Because Kim going forward is so much fun as well and I think with KCC it's a, it gives us a lot more options in the midfield because even like last season Manu was the only one who was going having to do a lot of the front work so yeah it'd be interesting so I'm excited to see her nice love that okay. I feel like mine's a bit more of a mainstream answer but I do genuinely think Lessie for me just because she offers so much as a striker I mean she's so to me she's so much more than just a striker and already the way that she's blended with the team and what she offers to us I think she can just only keep getting better for me and I feel like she's just going to offer us so much more offensively that we haven't explored from Arsenal yet so that's my genuine answer yeah. amazing both very legit answers. Uh, the next one is what would be your dream signing? G, I'm going to come to you first this time. 
Uh, mine would be Besha from uh, Lyon. I just think she could do so much for Arsenal. I love her as a player. I think she's phenomenal. She's so young as well, so she's still got so much. She can develop so much more. I mean, she's already phenomenal. And yeah, I feel like she would fit in really well as well and bring so much to the Arsenal squad. Her or Sakina Kashawi as well. <laughs> she's on my agenda. I really hope she can come to us. But, and I'd love to have a Frenchie on the team as well, as a fellow Frenchie. Yeah. 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 Love, a, love a French player. That would be amazing. We lack those. <laughs> For me, it was more of a wishful thinking back in the day. It was Pernilla Harder. When she joined Chelsea, a part of me just died. Uh, <laughs> I loved her so much when she was at Germany and she was playing. Um, obviously, she has some injuries. I hope she comes back from it because she's such an exciting player to just watch. No matter what team you support, I think after she left Chelsea, it was just relief for me. Like, oh, I can go back to enjoying your football again without being traumatized. Um, but aside from that, I think Esme Brutz was one of them. Obviously, she went to Barcelona. I just thought she would fit in so well with Arsenal. Another Dutch wouldn't hurt, yeah. but yeah, I hope she does well in Barcelona. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure she will. Um, okay, the next one is your favorite chant, Ryan. No, we have the same one. Yeah. Oh, both of you then. Go, go, go. <laughs> said everything right there in the chant itself amazing and um, we are sat in a pub where people will probably be uh, judging us from afar but uh, good fun good fun um, and the, your, what's your, been your most memorable moment so far with Arsenal women do you need a moment to consider this um, I have one but it's quite basic but I think so the Wolfsburg game obviously I think uh, I was pitched side that day and it was just one of those things where you're like it's so big it's like bigger than what you are your club is in a way it's just like surpasses the boundaries we've set we lost that match but the fans were so brilliant you know and it just felt like the whole moment it just felt like a dream um, we played amazing. It was the spirit from the team. You know, we we lacked some of the players, obviously. There's so many of them were injured. But even then, whichever player got on the field gave their 100%. And I don't know, or, or at least recall in the like recent years when we had such a difficult season off the field, but still show up that way. I think last season for me was, that's why it was, it was kind of like a conclusion to the entire season. We had bad moments, but we still showed up fast and players as well um, aside from them I think two weeks back when we were in Manchester that was fun one of my favourite away games maybe I, I enjoyed their banter our banter was great you know even when we were 2-1 down we kept singing some of the mistakes we still kept singing so it was a fun game and I think it's, it's fun to have a little banter with Manchester United so yeah. <laughs> yeah if anybody out there is listening that isn't an Arsenal fan that you sports another team please bring the banter we actually want it and quite enjoy it so yeah that's just a shout out to all of you G what was uh, what was your most memorable moment so I agree with Ryan and the Wolfsburg game I also really enjoyed the Bayern game at the Emirates as well I feel like I mean it, that was sort of our, our motto for last season is that we were mentality monsters despite everything that we went through and I feel like those two games really reflected that and just I don't know like there's the, an atmosphere that you can't describe it like a feeling you get in those moments and I don't think I'll ever forget just like just almost being in awe of these people like despite everything that they've gone through like to still come out on top and I mean even with the Wolfsburg game if they didn't like I don't know just like I said mentality monsters and those games were honestly an amazing experience and then I think 
it's a bit more like cliche to say but I think also the Conti Cup final I feel like after everything we went through last season to actually get that yeah. you know what when we nice. conceded like first three minutes yeah. I think there was a good straight eight minutes where we just signed the Jonas song yeah. Jonas. Yeah. and I remember it felt like we were in some kind of what do you call it trance yeah. Yeah. we were losing it's fine we weren't even like playing that well within the first 15 minutes but we were all just like synced into that like whatever happens we're gonna sing this and then that Stina goal came and came, came and it's, like, it's one of those things where you're just like whatever happens on the pitch yeah. we're gonna do our best here on the yeah. and I think you, it translated onto the pitch yeah you can even tell that with Chelsea fans there yeah I know were they what yeah. yeah no you can never tell that with Chelsea fans but yeah no so that's why one of the, it was yeah it was just honestly such a good day and it really was like I think the players needed it we needed it and it just made everything that season worth it I mean like yeah no it kick started like there was a little bit of a dip in form and then that properly kick started the, the season again and yeah well, 100% amazing. Well, thank you ever so much for joining on our Fan Five. Hi, everyone. It's now Monday evening. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling the effects of three games last week. Um <coughs> I think um, I think everyone is a little bit. However, I think had we lost yesterday, I'd have felt considerably worse than I actually did. Um, I still can't get over what a ridiculous game it was. Um, yeah, I know. Have you seen Joe's Twitter? Is it Joe or Lewis? The, the, the Leicester fan who's basically caught... He's really peed off for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've said I said this to a few people, um, but I was I went to the loo yesterday. I think it was after, just after, maybe it was like midway through the second. It was just after a goal actually, because I was walking down and I luckily I I caught it and then <coughs> and then I left. And um, I think it was the fourth goal maybe. And uh, anyway, I was in so the many it's hard to keep track of. Really. I know, I know, so many. Yeah. Uh, and then anyway, I just heard this girl go, God, I fucking hate those Arsenal fans. <laughs> I, just, I did, I'm not going to lie, I did have a bit of shithousery with the Leicester fans because there was like a group of them, probably not not many, in a little pocket. Because so I was a bit further up from the main lot of the red and white and everything were down at the bottom. It was actually nice to sort of watch them from above a little bit. Um, and it actually, because of the way that stand is, it was actually quite easy to sort of keep the chance going. There were bits where we sort of had to wait a minute to try and get in, um, like in the same like in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same time. But anyway, there was these group of uh, Leicester fans, and they were giving us a bit of shit in the first half. And then the second, after we'd scored a few, some of them started leaving. So I, I stood up and I was like, "Wave to them, everyone." <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, we did that whole "You're not singing anymore," which I always enjoy. Yeah, that's um, good fun. Yeah, uh, that was good fun. Um, but yeah, I think the, um, but yeah, that that Leicester fan on Twitter was a bit bitter, wasn't he? Oh, you should have beat us yeah. anyway. I was thinking you're talking about your own team there, so yeah, exactly. Have a bit of faith, but yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
and you did obviously didn't come yesterday, Susie. We did miss you. I mean, I missed you because oh, I missed you all. Yeah, it was. What, uh... what was it like watching it? I know you've. We will have heard a few bits and bobs. Uh, I haven't listened to any of that yet, so I've no idea what you said. Yeah, maybe, maybe you won't. Maybe you won't. You'll decide it's rubbish. Um, a very ill me just sort of dancing around my living room. That's okay. if it's not in there. That's what you missed. And if it is yeah. in there, uh, I hope you enjoyed how ridiculous yeah. I sounded. Um, no, I mean it's it's weird. Like it's. Um, I'm very disappointed to have not been there because it feels like we've put so much into this and like with it being the anniversary of the red and white I was at the Leicester game last year and I went on my own sat on my own came back on my own and then to go from that to what we've built today it kind of felt like yesterday was the culmination like a proper culmination of everything that we've been striving to build and so I am very disappointed to not be there but to watch it on TV and to hear just how loud everybody was I mean the stadium sounded amazing it was so echoey I love a good echoey stadium and yeah I mean a big big shout out to everybody there but I think correct me if I'm wrong Nat but at one point like I did the camera pan to the crowd and I hadn't noticed I hadn't seen everybody before I just kind of voice noted Rebecca and was like oh there's a lot of people um but it seems like not everybody that was singing was necessarily in you know, like I caught like the regular people that go to away games. Yeah, it seemed no, that uh, more people were joining in. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, absolutely. It was it was really nice. So I'd, I'd, I'd love to, all the red and white were sort of down at the front, uh, the main lot anyway. And then there was a lot of us sort of spread out. But I mean, we absolutely filled that section. Um, that that um, yeah, we filled that entire section. There there was people behind me. They were singing. There was pockets everywhere of singing. It, what I've really enjoyed, and um, I think definitely from this season with regards to the chance, because I really think there's been a real conscious effort, especially this, and really feels it this week where we're starting to come together and and sort of find our feet with what works and what doesn't. But like little things like be, having these chants that we're, we're actually making more accessible by, you know, like, for example... Um, like the Leslie Russo, you don't even need to sing, but if you clap, it you makes a clap. massive difference. And yeah. actually, when you look at it, and you, you, I sort of stood up at points and sort of looked back up, so we were sort of maybe not halfway up the stand. It was actually a very good. I, I was quite happy with the seat in the end. It was nice, um, but I was looking around, and uh, even on the LALALA, I mean, it, everything hit. Everything hit yesterday. Then there was no. It wasn't just a group of people at the front that were singing and everybody else was watching. The noise was literally from front to back. And I've got to shout out every single person that was in the pub before the game. Susie, honestly, I'm sorry, but I would have had the biggest FOMO. It was brilliant in there, honest to God. It was the noise in there that we we had. I did genuinely, and I will have said this already, but I did feel sorry for the people that just gone out for a nice Sunday lunch. But um, we, yeah, there was loads of us, and the, I saw people in there that I'd not seen at a pre-match meetup before, and it was just, yeah, it was really, really good, um, good, just good vibes, you know. And we took that into the stadium, and obviously the first half wasn't great, but you know, it was like a, it was like a different team, and it. God, it was right. It was rocking, man. And then, like, when Chloe come off, and I'm not sure because I did watch the second half back. So anyway, as she came round, she proper G'd us up. She was like giving it arms at us, and everyone just went mad. And like when they come over, because I don't, I don't think they showed this on the telly, but when they come over to the corner, Katie McCabe's, and there's been clips of I think uh, girls on the ball have put a uh, put a, a reel out or whatever. But Katie literally grabbed Chloe, dragged her 
right to the like the corner flag in front of all of us and it was so loud and so incredible and obviously you could tell she was embarrassed obviously but in a good way everyone's bopping along to it and it's that chant it's just um I don't don't even know who came up with it if it was Lewis or whoever it was but well done because it's you, you need it it's iconic now and it just like how Katie McCabe hits and some of the others and um, I just think we can build on this from now, but th- there is no other team in the WSL that does it like Arsenal does it. They just don't. You, they don't. Not from a travelling support, not from the noise, not from the atmosphere, not from anything. Like we are, we are, and I, I, I literally put everything on the fact that we are just head and shoulders at, from a supporters group. The work we do, the crowds we take places. It, uh, there's just nobody like us. Um, well, I'm sure United and Chelsea and whatever will be like, meh, but you're not mate, so whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, it's honestly, I'm, I'm just really proud. And um, the fact that, you know, again, there's, um, I think we're up to 45,000 for Chelsea now, mm. 15,000 to go. And I, I, I tweeted earlier saying to hear 60,000 people just going, 24. I mean, I need that. Like us, like you can just hear it. Sixty thousand doing. We've got Leslie Russo. I'm just like, or sixty thousand singing Mido. I just, it's like we can definitely sell this out for this Chelsea game, and they've got the girls are going to need us, and they thrive in that atmosphere. That that we we were definitely part of the reason why they won yesterday, hundred um, uh, percent. But yeah, it, and and not in Southampton. I think they're on their record sales. They're aiming for about ten thousand for it. A Thursday night in a Conti Cup, come on, that's incredible. It's Arsenal that's doing that because they're not doing that against anybody else. That's us that's that's pushing these ticket sales. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think a big pat on the back to to everybody, really. Um, and I think it's, yeah, on social media, I think that the players, and obviously when you were there at the game, the players have given a lot of love to the fans. They always do, but I think that they've realised, like, We've just hit like the sweet spot the past three games, I'd say, being back at Meadow Park um, and then away at Leicester. It's I think that we're building. We've been building for the past season since our well one year as it as it as it stands. But um, I think that now we've got to the point where we're really growing. People really know us and really want to get involved, which is just so exciting to see. And yeah, being back in Crawley. Is, uh, and as Susie would say, well done, everybody. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my one complaint about the reel that Lotta put out there. Guys, it's Ali. It isn't Ole. <laughs> Stop singing. Know, Ole. Know, yeah. It really does annoy Susie, I must say. It really does. And I'm really yeah. sorry. but And I'm not feeling very well, so I'm grumpy. So I'm just going <laughs> to out to people and tell you it's Ali, not I Ole. I know. Uh, but we'll see you all in Brighton. We're excited. Off to Crawley yeah. we go. On to Crawley. We'll follow the Arsenal. <laughs> land and see. And Crawley. Blah, 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 blah. And Crawley. Um, so, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll leave you to uh, to uh, end this week's episode. Yeah. So, everybody, until next time, in Crawley, Ali Ali away. <laughs>
away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.